Mother said, yes, Lord. I, I mean, manipulate. Think of how many situations and how many things was manipulated because of the tongue. So our food is, is manipulated. And then not only that, it said that it's a, it acts as a natural cleanser for our mouth. It uh, 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 acts as a natural cleanser. For our mouth. So if the tongue acts as a natural cleanser for our mouth on the physical sense, how much more will the tongue uh, uh, cleanse somebody else's life? How much will the tongue cleanse a situation that we're dealing with? The power of the tongue. The power of the tongue. So I had to, I had to let you see in the physical sense the, what, how significant our tongue is to our body. And I even watched a, um, I watched one video that talked about the tongue and it said that um, this woman was born without a tongue and she was not expected to live for three days. Why? Because the tongue was so essential to her body, so essential for breathing, so essential for eating, so essential. We don't have to talk. We, you know, we, we, we can just keep our mouth shut. But our tongue is essential to, to bringing in and helping nutrients into our body. So I was talking about the physical sense. The tongue is a cleanser. So think about if you were not born with the tongue, all of the bacteria and everything that would enter into your body. So therefore, if your spiritual tongue is not working properly, think about the, 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 the bacteria that gets into your spirit. Thinks about, think about the bacteria that gets into when your tongue is not working properly. Think about all of the bacteria that gets into other people's lives because of what you say. Isn't that right, D? That's true. So with our, without our tongue, some of us would make it. Without our physical tongue, some of us would not make it. Now, let's go to Proverbs 18 and 21, the importance and the power of our tongue. It said that death and life are in the power, the power of the tongue. Tell somebody, power of the tongue. And those who love it and indulge in that power who love the power and indulge in the power of the tongue. Now, your, your tongue can have good power. Your tongue can have bad power. And it said those who indulge in what? The power of the tongue. Those who love it and indulge in it, in it will eat its fruit. So I was thinking about power. And um, I, I was watching another video. And what it was, this video, um, and Pastor Robert, he works for Dominion Power. And what happened was there was a car accident. And in the car accident, all of the, the first responders came. And so they presumed that this, and what had happened was this person had hit an electric pole. And so they presumed they presumed that the power had been cut off to this particular wire. 
And so all they were working and working and trying to get the person out. And then all of a sudden, one of the first responders got too close to the wire. They didn't touch it. But what happened was the electricity from the wire ended up arcing into his body and it ended up killing him. Power. So what happened was until they defied that law of the power of the electricity. It was good. It's good. The power, electricity is good for putting these lights on. Electricity is great. But if you defy that law of electrical or electricity, then it becomes dangerous. So if you defy the law of what God says, our power for our tongue is to be used, then it becomes a deadly weapon. It can kill, it can harm, it can destroy. So let's look at James 3 and 6. Power of the tongue. James 3 and 6 says, And the tongue is, in a sense, a fire, the very world of injustice and unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members as that which contaminates, my goodness, contaminates the entire body. It sets on fire the course of our life. The cycle of man's existence and is itself set on fire from hell. Okay, I'm going to explain that to y'all in a, in, a, in, a, in a little bit. It says that it contaminates. So if, if we're not using our tongue in the right way, it can contaminate any situation. It can contaminate even our own life. When I looked at the word power over in Proverbs 18 and 1, the word power literally means hand. So it says life and death is in the hand of the tongue. It says, and the, the tongue is a fire. So in the hand of the tongue, let's go back to, to Proverbs. It says life and death is in the hand of the tongue. So what is our, what is our hand's what, what do we do with our hands? Somebody just comes. carry things? Okay. Grab. What else? What else do we do with our hands? Huh? Move things? So in other words, let's, 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 let's use your first word. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So in other words, our tongue carries. Our tongue, the carrying of our tongue. The carrying, what are we carrying into situations? What are we carrying into other people's lives? What are we carrying when we speak with our tongue? What are we carrying? And, you know, I thought about it. It says sticks and stones may break our bones or my bones, but words mean what? Never hurt. That's a lie that we learn from the very, did I say it like that? It's a lie. It's the truth. It's a lie. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt. No, you can slap me all day long, but I'm a heel after a while. But there are words that have been spoken years and years and years that have broken my bones, broken my spirit, broken everything that was in me. So, yes, words do hurt. Words break, words destroy. You're you're believing for something in your life. And if you don't speak the right words, those words will break that situation up to where God can't even move. 
So what? Yes, sticks and stones gonna hurt, and let's change it around. But words will hurt too. Hallelujah. So words carry power. Let's look at the hand of the tongue. Hebrews eleven and thirteen, and I don't know if the, it says uh, it says by faith. Let's just. Uh, I don't that may not be on the slide. Hebrews 11 and 13, it says, by faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command and that we now see what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. So the power of our words are vital to our life. And God has given each of us the ability to choose our words. I said, what? choose our words it says choose your words wisely over in proverbs words are 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 spiritual and they have a creative force how do i know that they are a creative force let's go to genesis chapter one genesis chapter one and in that uh, 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 second verse, and, and this really just blessed my soul. And it, you don't have it's uh, Genesis uh, uh, 2, it said that the earth was formless and void. And I'm reading from the Amplified, or a waste and emptiness, and darkness was upon the face of the earth. The earth was what? was what without form some some translations say it was formless think about this what kind of dark situations are in your life what kind of dark situations are you dealing with and i'm not trying to put anything on anybody but it said the earth was formless and void or a waste and emptiness and darkness was upon the face of the earth but then in verse three there's life that comes and verse three it says that and god what God what? So he had to use his what? And I'm just saying in the, in the, when just use, work with me now. Imagination. He had to use his mouth to speak to say something. He had to use his tongue. And we know God is a spirit. And it said the, the spirit. But we're, we're using it. God said. So when God said it, he released power. He released ability. He released creativity into the atmosphere. And then it said that, um, and let there be light. And it said there was light. There was light. And so let's go to another God said in the same chapter. The next, uh, uh, what's the next verse? Verse six. It said, then God said, let there be. God said, what? Let there be space. So I want to get into this picture. God saying, let's go to the next God said. It said in verse nine, it said, then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so that dry ground may appear. And what it uh, what uh, and that it was that is what happened. God said, that's what happened. Let's go to the next God said. Then it said, then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed bearing plant and trees that grow seed bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. What's that last verse say? 
So God said, and what happened? What, what? That's what? God said, and what? It happened? No, it didn't happen. God said it, and it just, it said, no, I ain't going to do that right now. It said, God said, and what? That's what happened. Let's go to the next God said. It said, then God said, let lights appear in the sky to separate the sky from the night. Let them be signs to mark the season, the days, and the years. Don't we have stars in, 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 in space right now? So that means that when God said it, it, it what? It happened. God said, let's go to the next God said. I know y'all, it, God, it, in, in this first chapter of the Bible alone, there is at least 10 times that God said something, and it was. It said, then God said, let the water swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. We know just from looking out today that when God said it, it happened. When God said it, it happened. My God. Woo! God said it. When you go to the beach and I like to fish, I'm not just fishing and pulling up something empty, but every now and then I pull up a fish because God said, let there be a, a, a fish and everything in the sea. And when God said it, it produced exactly what was said. So power, power. Any more God said? I think there is. Let's go to another one. Then it said, um, then God said, I, I, uh, it said, let the earth produce. Okay, we good with that. Let's go to the next God said when he made man. Verse 29, it said, then God said, let us. Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals and on the earth and the small ground uh, and the small animals that scurry along. Um, And then it says, so created man in his own image. So in other words, God said, look, I need to make man. And so we, when he made us, he made us to have dominion. He made us to go forth and to subdue situations. He said, look, you're going to reign. So what situation are you learning or are you reigning over through the power of your tongue? Y'all didn't catch that. What situation are you reigning over? In other words, there are things that are going on in our lives. Are they reigning over you or are you reigning over them? Have you, are you taking dominion over them through what the power that God has placed within you? Through the power of our tongue, our tongue, each time God spoke, it was. The Bible says that God sends forth his word and it does not what? It does not return back unto him void, but it accomplishes that which he sends forth for it to do. So it means that when when something is spoken, it has power. It has the power to produce good or it has the power to produce bad, depending on what you're speaking. My husband and I, we had to declare. uh, um, No, he came to me and he said, honey, he said, "Um, before we go to church, he said, let's come together and let's pray about a situation. I said, okay. So as I was getting ready to walk out the door, he said, we're going to pray. But between that time the lord spoke to me and he said don't ask he said declare 
He said, don't ask. He said, declare what you want to see. Declare what you want to happen. And so when I came to Pastor Robert, I said, the Lord said, don't ask, but declare. And so he said, well, you'd pray. So I began declaring that which I wanted to see. Because I understood that when I speak the word, if I'm going to pray, Lord, you know, uh, uh, heal, and all, then that means that I, I'm still asking and I'm requesting of the Lord. But I wanted to turn around and shift the gears on the enemy and tell the enemy, look, I'm not going to ask anymore, but I'm going to declare what I want to see in this situation happen. And that's what we have to begin to do. We have to use the power that God has given us and the ability of this little, uh, uh, do me one favor. I know it may be a little, 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 but stick your tongue out. This little thing right here. <laughs> y'all, y'all like, I ain't sticking my tongue out. <laughs> that little thing right there. There are times that we're so busy begging and pleading, but God says, I need for you just to declare what you want to see happen. I want you to declare what you want to see happen. Stop asking. I've gave you the power. I've given you the ability to, the Bible says that if you shall say into this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, that it's going to be what? Moved. It's going to be cast into the sea. So if he's telling us to do that, then why are we not doing it? Why are we not doing it? Hashtag speak life. What do we need to speak some life into right now? Hashtag speak life. So each time that God spoke, there was power released. So each time that we speak, there is power being released. There's creative power to create. God's given us that ability. I, I got to nail this home with you guys. Y'all with me? The importance, we so, we so, we, we, we speak words out of our mouth, but not even realizing what it's creating. Words have uh, words that we have spoken in just joking. There's a lot of times we just turn around and we just joke. We joke. And those joking words carry power. Oh, I was just joking. Girl, you crazy. So guess what's gonna happen? Gonna be great. How many of y'all ever said that? Y'all come on. I, I, I'm getting Girl, you foolish. You're foolish, girl. Oh, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. Or, you know, a little child come up to you and, and they're like, oh, just go sit down. You crazy. Or, and, you know, we speak things. We speak things even at a little age. And so what happens is those words that are being spoken actually are producing something. Producing negative thoughts, negative feelings, hurt, pain. Because God has given us that ability to produce. So I looked at the good aspects of us and the power of the tongue. But, and, and Jesus said, he said, let there be and it was. Let there be and it was. God said, let this and that was. And God used his tongue as an asset. Because we would not be enjoying life as it is today if God had not spoken. But then came along the perversion of that power. 
As I said before, power is good, but there are times that we, that power gets messed up. And so in Isaiah, um, the 14th chapter, it said in the message Bible, and it said, you said to yourself, this is talking about uh, 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 Lucifer, said, you said to yourself, I'll climb to heaven. I'll set my throne over the stars of God. I'll run the assembly of angels that meet, meets on sacred Mount Safan. Then he said, I'll climb to heaven. I'll climb. This is Satan. He's using, he's saying what? He said, Satan said, this is what I'm going to do. And so what Satan did was he swooped in and he perverted the use of words. Even in the Garden of Eden, we know that what? Satan deceived the, the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the woman or the serpent deceived the woman through saying what? Saying, oh, by far, you know, God did not say this. You can do this. He spoke to the woman. And therefore, it set a whole thing in motion. So the perversion of words came about because of Satan. God gave us the ability to use words great, wonderful. But then what happens is Satan has slipped in and, and perverted the word and perverted words to where now we cuss. Come on, y'all. Everybody, anybody ever in, in here cuss before? I'm going to put up two hands. <laughs> Mother said, me too. <laughs> speaking out of our mouth it's like where we used to and as a baby a baby doesn't know how to cuss but they do what they hear it and then once it gets in here and in here the bible says out of the abundance of the heart the what the mouth speaks so what's in your heart, the mouth is regurgitating and speaking out. So what kind of words are you saying? Is, is what's coming out of your mouth perverted? Is what's coming out of your mouth unwholesome? Is what's coming out of your mouth not life-giving? So then if, if, if you're looking at your words, and I just want you to do a mental, mental check right now. It's what? It's 11.10. So think about from the time you woke up until the time you got here, what did you say out of your mouth? Were you rushing trying to get here and be like, oh, you, uh, you know. <laughs> Mother said she's thanking God for every piece she put on. <laughs> on Sunday morning. So mother was thinking, who, uh, who else want to be bold enough to say something that they said out of their mouth that won't like mother now? I'm just going to say me. Uh, you know, who, 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 who? Anybody? Anybody? No, I ain't going to put y'all on the spot. Y'all had a hand? See? So she was rehearsing the lyrics. And so what she was doing is when she was rehearsing the lyrics, the lyrics were going through her ear gate and getting into her spirit man so that when she came here, she was ready to regurgitate that which she had put in her spirit. 
She was ready for worship. She was ready to get into the presence of God because she had programmed her mind, the words. And I do that too, Sister Sheena. I sit there and I'm just, praise the name. And it's like, man, I can't. Y'all ever, let me just take it real here. Y'all ever been in a grocery store and, and you know, all, everybody in here been saved all their life in here? All right. Y'all go in the store. What, what, what's, a, what's a song y'all like? What's a song? Come on, somebody. Come on, just a worldly song. Don't come with no churchy song. Oh, Lord, y'all can't. Y'all so saved, y'all can't even come up, huh? Now that I, anyway, uh, come on, Pastor Robert. Happy. Come on, uh, gay. Happy. Uh, uh. Happy. And you go in a store and they playing that. And you just, your mind is on, just keep on, keep on. And you like, oh, let me get some of this. And this thing, you know, you walk out of the store, happy, <laughs> happy. What am I? It's because you were in the store, you ain't had no intention. But here, then you start, thank you, Holy Spirit. Then you start saying, well, it ain't got no bad words in it. So it's talking about being happy. <laughs> so I can sing happy, happy, happy. The Holy Spirit said, no, uh-uh happy i mean ain't nothing wrong with it I, hey god bless it but you picked it up because of what you heard and so now you're in it you're singing and i've been there i'm telling you even just like i mean i can go in a store and the song ain't ain't happy I, and i come out and that those words are stuck in my head and then i begin to speak it out of my mouth i said hold up i need to re- reprogram myself Hold up now. Stop to put the brakes on it right here. So what we hear and what we speak has power. I don't need y'all to be so spiritual that it's like, okay, we, we, we don't act like we're not in environments um, that will not taint us. I don't care how saved we is. The Bible says that take heed when you think you stand lest you fall. So you can think that, you know, oh, I'm so guarded against the things and, and oh, I'm going to only speak holy. I'm only going to speak righteous. And, oh, I'm going to praise the Lord, my sister. Praise the Lord. Oh, how you doing? I'm having a blessed day today. No, I ain't having a blessed day today. No. That's me, yeah. There are some past, I think, Pastor, somebody asked me, how are you doing? I'm not doing too good today. I'm not going to lie to you. And so Pastor, Pastor Robert said, Pastor Robert said, hashtag, he said, hashtag speak life. I said, no. <laughs> I don't want to hear that right now. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, y'all. Come on, work with me. I mean, there are times that you can't, you, you don't want to say what you know you need to say. And so it's like, and you don't want nobody coming to you and saying, hashtag speak life. No. <laughs> no. Not now. <laughs> Let me have my moment. Any of y'all been there? <laughs> yes. Pastor Robert, bless his heart. But when he came to me that day, I'm like, Really? And so when he walked away, the Holy Spirit convicted me and said, how are you going to preach this? How are you going to be on a sermon series and you ain't even? (laughs) I'm sorry. 
<laughs> we keep scores in our house. It's like, it's like if he right, you know, he keep a score. If I'm right, I keep a score. Ding. Y'all, I'm sorry. I hope y'all getting something. Talking about the power. The power. Okay. Um, and this is my last point. My last point says that we must keep a tight rein on our tongue. We have to keep a tight rein on our tongue, y'all. Whether we're joking, whether we're just having fun, it's like, you know, there, it's, it's okay to have fun. But it's like, how are we having fun? What are, we, what are we saying when we're having fun? You know, God created us to, to, to be happy. God created us to be joyful. God created us with so much ability and so much power to, to just really do this thing. And it's like, I think about it. The Bible talks about that we are... The only word and the only Jesus that people, and I'm probably paraphrasing this, we are the only Jesus that people will ever see. Jesus is not going to just jump down. And so they know that you came to open altar worship center at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. And so they're coming. You're you're, you're on your way home. Hey, sis, sis, where'd you just come from? You just come from church. You dress like you went to church. And so it's like they're looking for something from you. When when they engage you like that, use that opportunity to slip in a word of life. Use that opportunity to, to speak some life into somebody. And it says that we must keep a tight rein on our tongue. James 1 and 26 says, if you claim to be religious but don't control your own tongue, you're what? You're fooling yourself. If you don't control your tongue, I can't control Pastor Robert's tongue and say, well, why did you tell me hashtag speak life? And so now we get, uh, you always want to be super spiritual. You always, I can't control what come out of his mouth. But I can control what come out of mine. I can control my tongue. And it says if you claim to be religious but don't control your own tongue, you are fooling yourselves first of all. And then it says your religion is worthless. Woo, that's powerful. If you can't control your tongue, your religion, what you believe in is worthless. Let me say that again. If you can't control your own tongue, reading the word and all of what you're doing, all of the praising of God is worthless. But you, Because you can't control your own tongue from speaking life into situations. You can't control your tongue from speaking negativity. You can't control your tongue. From saying things to other people that damage and that hurt. So the power of the tongue, our word produces that which you say. Take an inventory. What's going on in your life right now? 
What have you spoken concerning that situation? Have you spoken positive things? Have you taken the word of God and say, you know what? I refuse to speak anything other than what the word says. I don't know what it says, but I'm going to turn to a scripture and I'm going to say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. I will live. I will praise the Lord. I'm not feeling good, but right now I am going to praise the Lord. I'll sing praises to my God as long as I live. I may not know what to say, but I know one thing. This word knows how to talk for me. My God. Don't know what to say? Pick this up. Pick this up. It'll talk for you. 